escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM. We are also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on Radio Justice in Tamale, Radio Pando in Pando, Fafire FM in Joje. We are on Gangaya FM in Jirapa, live on X Spaces, Facebook Live and MyJoyOnline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality. PVC and HDP pipes and water storage tank with a level indicator where Dura Plus goes water flows. This afternoon Association of Ghana Industries expresses cautious optimism about John Mahama's 24-hour economy proposal citing politicians' tendency to make empty promises without fulfilling them. Because we've had you know in different times and different periods, different regimes promises of, of financial support, promise of tax incentives, sometimes becomes a different thing when you are faced with the reality. We'll also get to hear from CDD on how to hold politicians to their promises. Also, apathy clouds next week's district-level elections with some voters saying they are not interested in casting their ballot because years of voting has not improved conditions in their communities. Do you know your assemblyman? No, please, I don't know. Yeah, minimum assemblyman. Yes, I know my assemblyman. No, I don't know my assemblyman. No, I don't know my assemblyman. No, I don't know. I haven't seen it before. We'll get to hear from the network of assembly members, plus the local government's ministers rally for Ghanaians to go turn out in their numbers to vote next week. Also, the Electoral Commission is meanwhile deploying some 115,000 officials across the country for the exercise. We have sports. Asante Kotoko inch closer to the Ghana Premier League title after a vital win over Hearts of Oak. Safe driving saves lives. Drive safe. And we need you alive to build Ghana together. Words of the DVLA as he admonishes drivers to strictly abide by safety regulations ahead of the festive season in less than two weeks. We all need you alive to build Ghana together. We'll also get to hear from a clinical psychologist who's advising Ghanaians to patronize rest amid the joy and merrymaking this Christmas. It does not just benefit you as an individual, but it benefits so many people around you. And we have more. Christmas is here. The lights are here. Joy is here. I'll tell you about the 2023 Light Up the City event and the Christmas parades that have sparked a festive mood for many. Light Up the Parade, Light Up the City and the parade that we saw today is something that will grow in leaps and bounds and become a very iconic event for Ghana. We 
p.m. That's it more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFR Pau, and this is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. We start off with the 24-hour economy and the debate that has sparked. The Association of Ghana Industries has expressed guarded confidence in the 24-hour economy policy championed by the National Democratic Congress. The chief executive of AGI, Seb Chumakwabwa, explains that the implementation of the 24-hour production for industries is contingent on the state of the economy and demand. Therefore, not all businesses can operate on a shift basis. Listen to the NDC Communications Officer, Samir Jainfi, explaining the concept on the probe for our economy we are talking about a deliberate intervention by the next ndc mahama government to create an enabling environment that will encourage and support certain public institutions businesses and companies mm -hmm. to operate round the clock 24 7. Okay. that is what it's about mm -hmm. it is not going to be a chance event we are not going to say that any business which thinks that operating 24-7 will be profitable is free to do so, so you're on your own. Mm. This is going to be a deliberate intervention by the government to create the enabling environment that will make it possible mm. for a lot more companies, businesses, and public institutions to operate around the clock. And as President Mahama indicated in the tape you just played, this is not a mere political rhetoric. It's important to make that point. Mm. Neither is it a mere slogan calculated for votes. Mm -hmm. It is a, a well thought through strategy which has its roots in the 40 year development plan mm. which was put together under the ex well NDC Mahama government and published in 2018, I believe. Mm -hmm. It was captured in our 2020 manifesto, specifically on page 105. Okay. So this is not something that we just... Well, that's the National Communications Officer, Sami Jainfida, explaining on the probe. But um, listening to the CEO, Seth Chumakwabwa, also on the same program, he indicated that the policy for the policy to work effectively, businesses should be granted tax incentives and financial support. If you don't have the volume of business to produce 24 hours, you wouldn't do so. If you have business, you have orders that you cannot satisfy within eight hours, you run shifts. And indeed, a lot of companies run shifts. Sometimes they do two shifts, sometimes they do three shifts. But depending on the state of the economy and the demand for their products, then they may decide to cut down. Sometimes they even go to the extent of even doing less than the eight hours. They are not saying that it is an end in itself. Okay. It's a means to an end. It's a way to facilitate activities to achieve your objective. So as far as you see it in that context, then it's fine. And it means that other things must be at play for it to work well. And he's mentioned a couple of things, the tax incentives, uh, financing, provision Cheaper of financial power. support, mm -hmm. infrastructure, and all that. Yeah. So if all these details comes, then we would, we would see it as a, a good program. So it's not just the number of hours you are working, which is being emphasized, but all these other details. But as far as these other details are concerned, it's very difficult to make a judgment now because we've heard you know, in different times and different periods, different regimes, 
promises of, of financial support, promise of tax incentives, sometimes it becomes a different thing when you are faced with the reality. So, so many things happen in the economy. Well, we can also hear from the CEO of Petrosol Ghana, Michael Bozombil. He's also been giving advice on how businesses can survive in this tumultuous economy, saying businesses should take their destinies into their own hands to strive. So for us as business uh, operators in an economy like this, that um, over the years um, our political leadership have acted in ways that um, suggest quite strongly that they are not disciplined because we are talking about financial discipline so so for us as business uh, operators our approach has been to assume that we don't have a father in order to survive and so what it means is that for any serious business person operating in a business climate like this you better take worst case scenario approach and that worst case scenario approach is to first assume that what is being presented as budget, nothing will be done about it. That's the CEO of Petroslaw Ghana, Michael Buzumbil. So how do we ensure that promises made during the electioneering campaigns are really fulfilled? Let's bring in the Director of Programs and Policy Engagement at the Center for Democratic Development, CDD Ghana, Dr. Kojo Pumpunia-Sante. Thank you so much for joining us. So what we've not lacked is the ideas from our politicians. Well, we know that they are able to give us beautiful plans that never happens. How are we to ensure that we're holding them to these promises this time? Oh, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon to your listeners. I think uh, the issue of manifesto promises, I think, has become more uh, important uh, for all of us because at least in the last maybe two or three elections, uh, manifestos have become almost the blueprint for governance uh, for, for political parties. Uh, in some cases, it's almost direct for manifesto promise straight to governance, there's no uh, intermediary processes like parliament review or sectorial review, it's just straight to implementation. Um, and there's no room for modification or adjustments to the realities. And it's cost us a lot. And uh, the big example is the, is the free SHS, for instance. You know, So I, I think that we have to really invest some time in engaging the political class when they are making these promises. I mean, one of the first things uh, I think is a challenge is the sequencing. So uh, the flag bearer for the NDC uh, was um, sort of elected last year. And since that time, there's a lot of ideas that he's put out. Uh, You would want that the sectors that are uh, involved in, in producing or articulating our needs would have put out, you know, those needs before the politicians start responding to those uh, to those needs. So, whether it's the AGI, uh, Guta, uh, civil society, even media, you know, there has to be things that are put out that we know are these are our collective needs that uh, people are responding to. Um, and I think what you do get is that the ideas are put out, and then there's a reaction. Um, and it really is not uh, a good a good use of uh, our time and effort. And, and maybe it's not too late. We are getting 2024. Mm-hmm. I would say that the sectors really uh, put out some of the, the issues that they want addressed by the party so that we can have a more disciplined process 
for for engagement. You know, when we did the uh, manifesto project in 2020, there were so many things. You know, even the political feasibility of what has been promised. Remember that we have an IMF program that's running for three years. It's, it means that we are already committed to certain things. So when somebody makes a promise, uh, how are they going to fund it? All of those things have to be checked. What is the cost and can we pay for it? So there, there are many things that I think for me uh, uh, is a worry at the moment because of the, the way these things are flying around. I want to see, for example, the 24-hour economy. What's the document? I want to see a document that articulates what it is, what the objectives are, how it's going to be funded, so that it can be properly interrogated. Uh, we didn't have that in the last time when we did like one million one constituency, for instance. At the end, uh, there are many things that were changing as we were going along. So there's there's a lot of work we have to do now uh, before we even get into the active process of, of campaigning as well. Okay. That's um, Dr. Kojo Pumpunia Sante. Uh, he's the Director of Programs and Policy Engagement at the Center for Democratic Development, CDD, Ghana. Well, we'll stay a while longer on issues relating to politics and Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia says his statement with respect to the credit scoring system in Ghana has been misconstrued. Speaking at the 57th Congregation at the KNUST, the Vice President was reported to have said Ghanaians can use the Ghana card to buy cars under the credit scoring system. The comment has since generated mixed reactions. But speaking at the Ghana Club 100 Awards in response to these reactions, Dr. Baumia said plans are far advanced with the Central Bank of Ghana to introduce an individualized credit scoring system that will allow individuals to have access to financial and manufacturing sector on credit. I was making the statement that one of the things that we don't have currently in Ghana is a credit scoring system that the credit reference agencies would normally do. And that statement that I made was, of course, a truism. And surprisingly, some people wanted to disagree with that statement, even disagreeing with the regulator, the central bank, which was saying we don't have that system in Ghana, a credit individualized credit scoring system. But now with the cooperation of the central bank, I think we are very close uh, next year to introducing an individualized credit scoring system in Ghana that should allow us to differentiate risks between different individuals. And that was the sense in which I said that that individualized credit scoring system will have the Ghana card as that anchor because it's the unique identifier for everybody. And that will then allow uh, credit to be more accessible. And, uh, and the Ghana card being the anchor, uh, some people misunderstood that I had said that you can take the Ghana card and go and buy a car, uh, which doesn't make sense. You can take the Ghana card and it will help you get credit. And that helps you to buy a car or any other good for that matter. But the bottom line is that as we formalize the economy, we strengthen our companies, we strengthen the private sector, and we make them more competitive within the context of the AFCFTA.
Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, now the National Petroleum Authority, NPA, has asked the Standards Authority and fuel distributors to reevaluate manganese levels in imported fuel. This comes in response to growing complaints from drivers reporting frequent vehicle breakdowns. The NPA's... Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. A reduction in manganese content from 17 points to 6, indicating a proactive approach to addressing the concerns raised by these vehicle owners. On the Super Morning Show this morning, some drivers who called in explained how they've had to spend thousands of Ghana cities on replacing car parts. Here are some of them. Two of my cars, Kia Sorento and Honda and CRV. I had to change the plugs and the fuel pump hmm. within two months for the two of them. It was very bad. I didn't even realize that I, the car just stopped on the way. Then when it was told, they said uh, there's something wrong with the car. I don't know much about car because my husband is the one who does all the, the works. I think in two weeks later, he came reporting the same thing. Two years so it cost me a thousand two hundred, and then when I see it, I'll be almost a thousand eight hundred to change it, those things. Mine is very bad. Though. Every two weeks, I have to change my blocks. It cost me three hundred fifty to get a block, and my car is just a three blocks. So just imagine if I change the blocks. Every two weeks, I have to buy another one. Actually, mine, uh, I realized that um, I'm still checking. I've, I've lost about. 1,005 Well, some callers into the Super Morning Show today, so weeks after the NPA gave assurance that they're working on this situation, the situation still persists. Let's hear from Head of Quality Control at the NPA, Ubedala Kutia Said. If the standard act it prevails today, even though within the rule is having an untold uh, 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 effect on the cast of people, what is the way forward? And that is why we have actually advised the Ghana Standard Authority. And it not only ended, we also called on a meeting with the importers to require of them, okay, to look again at the fuel that they bring. It ought not to be beyond the six and two for the regular and premium. So that we are not we are not getting the kind of uh, uh, issues that we are getting today. Mm -hmm. So obviously we are doing something. Somebody asked a question that why have we actually slept on the job till now that we are talking about the revision of the standard? Mm -hmm. I think that it is important that um, institution, particularly of the caliber of Nature Petroleum Authority, to always be proactive and be able to troubleshoot mm -hmm. issues that are, are, are coming. But we all would understand that we have limitation to which we can anticipate what issues are going to be. That's the head of quality control at the NPA, Uber Lakutia Said. Let me take you to the courts now. 
And spokesperson for the new force, Shalima Abuisi, who was arrested last week, has made an appearance at the Kaneshi court. She's been granted 20,000 Ghana CD bill with two sureties. She was charged with allegedly obtaining a student's permit by false declaration. Shalima gained prominence from a new forces campaign video, which not only introduced her to the public, but also highlighted the struggles of Ghanaians under their Kofado administration. Court correspondent Richard Kojunyako uh, joins us uh, in the studio. He's just returned from the court. So, Richard, let's talk about what happened in the courtroom today. Well, so MFA Shalmi, uh, Shalima Abuisi, the spokesperson of the new force, was brought to court in the company of her parents, her lawyers, state prosecutors led by um, Adolf Abuajasens, who told the court that Shalima entered the country under a false declaration in her document that she was a student of the Ghana Christian University College. They say this claim of hers is false because the investigation points to the fact that she is not a student. Counsel for Shalima Francis Xavier Sosu pleaded for bail for his client, indicating that every offense is bailable and more so the passport of the accused has been seized and there are people who are willing to stand as sureties. State prosecutors then opposed the application for bail, insisting that under the Immigration Act, in offenses of this nature, the burden is actually on the accused and even though they have a, the passport of the accused, she can still flee at any point in time because Ghana's borders are porous. So consequently, he says the state is interested in her mission in the, in the country. The court, after listening to both sides, granted her bail in the sum of 20,000 Ghana cities with two sureties. So as we speak, they are going through the processes. As we speak now, the sureties are willing, ready, and available to go and sign the bill. In fact, we have the uh, uh, Ghana cards and documents which they have supplied to the registrar of the court. Uh, we are just waiting for their homes to be inspected so that she will be released on bail. It's quite unfortunate that while this process is going on, the NIB is insisting that they want to take her to their custody. That we won't agree. Because as a matter of law, when a person is granted bail, the person becomes a prisoner of the court. It means that you brought the person to court and the court is dealing with the person. When the court has looked at the situation, looked at the factual situation and admitted the person to bail, you are expected to respect the order of the court. And that is why we are here. And I am going to be here until the order is executed. Because it's quite unfair to this young person you know, to be holding her for the last seven days, for what? For a felony? I mean, this is really unacceptable and, and we are not going to allow it. How do you treat a foreigner like that on your land? Ghanaians are also, we are also foreigners elsewhere, right? And so how we treat, how we will want to be treated elsewhere is the same way we should be treat other people here. Well, we, we know that the new force has always had a mask as the identity without any real human face to it. Did they make any present representation in court today? Well, so the veil on their faces have not been lifted yet, but okay. we saw scores of supporters at the premises of the court chanting songs. The fact that some of them say they have known him, uh, her for, 20, uh, for eight years. Hmm. And Ghana, yeah, I see that there is no peace. There is no peace. All we see is police and no justice. All we see is police. So we need a freedom now. It's a new Ghana, a new face of Ghana, and a new people. Free Shelly. Free Shelly. So, so she has been, a, um, let's say, a dual citizen of Ghana. Yeah, she's a half citizen of Ghana. And we know her. And we know her from the grassroots. It's not today. We've been working for her. She has a lot of entities. So we say, Free Shelly. For how long have you known her? Oh, really? I've known Mother Shelly for about eight years now. Free Mother Shelly. Free Mother Shelly. Ah, uh, yes, so yeah, my meeting there was saying. Shelly. Madam Shelly. Shelly Ofri. Oh, you're not a circle, you're 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 a circle
ono ono na eboa ye maame na na eboa ni ntina e waase so mu njaan because ono na eboa e kakra Let's take a quick break here on the Midday News from the supporters in the court. This is the Midday News Live on Joy, 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love, 99.5 FM. is proudly made possible by Petrol Soul, your clean floor in full quantity. Also made possible by Dura Plus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDB pipes. Where Dura Plus goes, water flows, return with sport. And then uh, we'll get to hear um, about the apathy that's clouding next week's district level elections with some voters saying they are not interested in casting their ballots because of years of voting has not improved conditions in their communities. And then also Christmas is here, the lights are here, joy is also here. I'll tell you about the 2023 Light Up the City event and the Christmas parade that have sparked a festive mood for many. Light Up the parade, Light Up the City and the parade that we saw today is something that will grow in leaps and bounds and become a very iconic event for Ghana. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel in full quantity. Imagine say water wake up at dawn. In no both. In no chop. Where it vanish for your area for two weeks. Uh-huh. You not get one drop safe inside your tanku. Hey. Our life was in dangerous. Only our neighbor gets water with water tank. Water, water tank. tank? Yes. Water tank. Mamma mia. That water tank gets meter for checking water level. That water tank be fine past Kumasi Selenium. <laughs> that water tank be tough like Ghana Army. That water tank, they carry water, pepe, pepe. So say some no go left inside the supply tank. Mm. What a tank. That's my boss, Mr. Foncho Gotor. <laughs> Beautiful, durable, with water level indicator and accurate volume of water. Water tank. What a tank. By Duraplast. It is your time to vote for your assembly members and unit committee members. Citizens of Ghana, this is an urgent call from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. District level election is here again. This year's election will take place on the 19th of December, 2023. Every four years, Ghanaians are enjoined to elect citizens to serve as assembly and unit committee members to help facilitate the development of your community and the district. The time to exercise that civic duty is now. On Tuesday, December 19th, 2023, visit your voting center between 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. with your valid voter's ID card and cast your vote to elect your preferred candidate. Remember, democracy begins at the local governance level. Your vote counts. Vote for development change agents. Vote for Ghana. A message from the National Commission for Civic Education, NCCE. 
Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Let's do sports. Thank you very much, MFA. So over the weekend, Asante Kotoko emerged 3-2 winners over Hearts of Folk in a dramatic clash at the Babayara Stadium. Kotoko are now on 22 points, just four behind league, league leader Samatex. Now, assistant coach David Oklu believes the win can inspire them to challenge for the title. It's all about consistency. You could see that for some time now, we've been performing and we are keeping the consistency. I think gone are the days. Football is dynamic. It keeps changing. So that's the difference you've seen today. Like I said, it's about consistency. If you see, we've been playing the same thing for some time now, and we are getting the result. And I think this will lift us up to fight for the title. Asante Kotoko, assistant coach, David Oklu. Back to you, my friend. Thank you very much, Mubarak. Now, some voters say they've lost interest in the district-level elections simply because years of voting has not improved conditions in their communities. Those are the responses from residents on the streets of Accra. Uh, their reasons deepen concerns highlighted by local government minister, Dan Kukubutri, and some MPs who fear a low participation in the, in the elections. We'll hear from him shortly, but here are some of the views. Oh, be my assembly no, man. I don't know my assemblyman. When I talk about assembly elections, Nimuda, I don't know when you vote for these leaders, they do not do anything in the community. I don't see the reason I should waste my time to vote for them. It's always a repetition. You vote one into power and they don't do anything until the next elections and the next person is voted into power. They... We can now hear from the local government minister. I entreat my honorable members of parliament in this August House to whip up enthusiasm of the electorate to turn out on Tuesday, 19 December 2023 and vote massively for the representatives to their respective district assemblies and unit committees. Now, the Electoral Commission has warned political parties to back off the elections and allow campaign on their own, the candidates' campaign on their own merits. Listen to Director of Electoral Services of the EC, Dr. Sribo Kweko. We are finished with the national training. We have 6,272 electorates. The law does not allow the political parties to sponsor or campaign for the candidates. So I would say that they should stay away and allow the candidates to campaign and contest on their own ticket. They should not be hiding behind any candidate. It is against the law. That's the Director of Electoral Services, Dr. Shrebo Kweku, now a rusty roofing sheet protecting an already wobbly wooden structure with eroded cement bricks on the sides is the simplest description one can give of Christ the Answer RC Basic School at Murphy in the Northtown District, where the shortage of teachers' effective learning has been adversely affected in a number of schools in the area. Clinton Yeboa visited the communities and has come through with today's episode of Ghana Schools of Shame. The structure is worn out, weathered and hangs loosely, but accommodates not less than 60 pupils in the school all the years gone by. The classrooms are crafted from standing wood, walled with plain concrete blocks, serving as a mini wall. Classes come to an abrupt close when the clouds gather. In the rain we come to the school, we don't have sitting place, so the madam will cross us, then we go. The school is located in the Mepe traditional area. Their predicaments come on the blind side of an abandoned classroom block. PTS Agbemo Nomenyo is the assembly member. And we are hoping that as the contractor was on site and what he told us, this project will have finished earlier for students to move in into the classrooms. All efforts for the project will be completed. Approved future. I have one. 
33-year-old patient Nyameche is the only teacher handling all the classes from kindergarten to primary six since 2015. With no remuneration, patience is motivated by the smiles of her pupils to persevere in teaching. We are two. The, the, person, the, the person that is my headmaster has passed away and I'm here alone with that's our schools of shame. Now the driver and vehicle licensing authority has reiterated the need for road users to abide by the safety regulations as the festive season approaches. We can hear from the director of the driver training testing licenses at DVLA, Kafui Semovo. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.